Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Thinking Project. In fact, it's episode 200 and I can't believe it. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, but you know what's the best thing about episode 200 is that uh, we're going to hit 300. So that is definitely going to happen. I'm grateful for all of you who are listening right now. I'm grateful if you're watching this live. I'm grateful for that. If you're listening to the recording, I'm grateful. If you catch this in a week from now, I'm grateful uh, because I have an amazing guest today and there's nothing to sell you today. Uh, just some amazing conversations with an amazing human being, uh, one of the best that I've been able to interview on this podcast in a long time, and I'm grateful for just everything that we all have going on, you taking the time, but we're going to keep going. The podcast is not going to die down, and if you're not following the podcast, make sure you do that. Go to daltonkjensen.com, sign up for the newsletter. It's totally free. Uh, it just keeps you up to date, and... The also, there's Mentality Monday that comes along with that, which is uh, just your weekly dose of motivation and uh, and resources that I have uh, to offer you that are all totally free. So uh, if you need anything like that, make sure you check out the newsletter. So with all that being said, let me introduce David Rock, a.k.a. D-Rock. He's the executive creative lead for Team Gary V and for Gary Vaynerchuk. He has an amazing story about that whole... Uh, relationship forming and everything like that. Um, he's also got an amazing book in the works that you'll hear about him discuss in the podcast episode. But with all that being said, a really grateful, really appreciate. And without further ado, David Rock. Well, I, well, I appreciate it, D Rock. You're you're awesome. I've been following you forever. In fact, um, you posted a while ago about you know putting podcasters and creators together, and I got a few uh, really awesome guests from that post. Love that. You yeah, know, like in the networking post thing, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Or on Twitter, were you saying? Tw Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter. Oh yeah, where I said, hey, if you have a podcast, you <laughs> guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that's cool, and uh, and obviously. <laughs> Um, you know, you have an amazing story. I've only heard your story though secondhand about coming up through um and you you had a company, what was it in 2013? It was like launch media yeah, or launching creative. Launching um, creative. Yeah, ran a podcast with my buddy Nick Park. Um uh, we we had a podcast, we had 30, 40 episodes, we had a blog. Um we were just teaching creatives how to make money. Um and wow. I think I was a freelancer myself, so when I first started, there weren't a lot of resources like, hey, this is how much you should charge. This is how you should think about your taxes every year. Hey, this is how you should think about networking, et cetera, et cetera. And we kind of took that approach of like, hey, we're coming up, up the starving artist. We were calling ourselves the anti-starving artist. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a fun experience. I learned wow. a lot through that, through that time. Yeah. Okay. And how long was that? How long did you do that project for? I think we did that for about six or seven months. And then somewhere in the process, uh, my buddy Nick was like, hey, there's this uh, guy talking at Columbia University. It's a free event. Let's go to it. So we go to the free event, and uh, this guy walks out in jeans, Nike <laughs> hat, and it was Gary Vaynerchuk. And then I was like, wow, this guy is different than like who we've been talking to, which very well-accredited, very great people. Just... They all held themselves a little bit different, like suit and tie, you know, more business formal. This 
And this guy, Gary, was more MySpeed. He was like street and like hung and like cool. And, you know, that night I went home and watched everything that I possibly could on him. He had keynotes. He had uh, random like one-off cell phone videos on, on his YouTube channel. Um, he, there was no real TikTok. There was like pictures. Uh, uh, I mean, sorry, there was no uh, Instagram. Right? Yeah. There were pictures only. Video did not exist on Instagram at that oh, point. Yeah. Um, there were no TikToks, Snapchat barely. Um, and so YouTube is kind of like the only source of like where I saw him. And I was a videographer, filmmaker as a freelancer. And I thought, wow, Gary, you know, he has some really cool points. I like his story. Um, I think I can make a cooler video for him. I think I can make something that looks more cinematic. And so I emailed him and I DM'd him, no response. Uh, emailed no him, DM'd him a few more times, no response. And then, you know, I tell the story because it's a fun story. I remembered it like a couple of years ago. Um, I had made the most money I'd ever made on a freelancing job ever. But I'm ghetto. So like I, on the way to get there, it was pouring rain. I have all my camera, my like lighting, my, my everything on my back. It's New York City too, so you don't have cars. Right. So I'm going through the New York City subway system. I look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm walking. I do the job. Like I get to the place. Um, I think it was like Park Avenue or maybe even Lexington Avenue. I do the job. Um, and I'm walking out and I'm like, fuck this. Like, I made the most money I'd ever made on a freelancing job. Why don't I just take a, cat, a taxi? Because again, I, I was, I'm the type of guy like, that was saving every dollar. I would eat like pasta and bread. Um, maybe some Starbucks and a, a banana, maybe a muffin here or, or there, but like my diet was shit. I went, <laughs> I did nothing. I didn't go, I had a girlfriend at the time. We didn't go really out. Like our out was like, maybe like burrito at Chipotle. Uh -huh. um, like we were, I was like really up in the coming trenches of like trying to make it. And so I had never, I had taken one cab before because the girlfriend at the time aunt had come to New York. And she was like, let's go in a cab before. Like, I don't remember ever taking a cab before this day. And so I took the cab. Why that's such an important part of the story is when I, when, you know, back then the subway didn't have cell phone service. There was no way I would have been able to look at my phone. There was like occasionally in between stops. Okay. Now it's like more available and accessible. But back then I would have had no cell phone service. I'm in the cab on the way home from this job. And Gary tweets out, hey, I'm trying this app called Kick. There's a chatting messaging app uh -huh. that, like, back in the day, used to be up. it's like Gary saying, hey, I'm trying out TikTok or Snapchat. Like, it was like a new platform would come on and talk to, to me. And so I downloaded it right away, made a username, and sent him a mess message. Within one minute, he responded. Wow. And he was like, hey, like, I was like, hey, I'm in New York. I make cool videos. Here's a one-minute video that I made. It was like a cinematic thing that I made on my own time just for fun. I was like, hey, we'd love to do something like this for you. He responds right away, connects me with his admin, and this guy, Steve Unwin, who is the writer and, like, the only team guy B member at the time, and or with Zach Moyd, who's another guy. And yeah. uh, that's how I got the first shot of filming a video for Gary. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So... It you it might not have happened if you wouldn't if you would have taken the subway. Yeah, and that's the point. Like, listen, like that's the point right now. I have yeah. emails in my inbox. Email. 
that yeah. are like, hey, want to work for you? Hey, want to do this? It's just that moment. I, I often say like hard work and serendipity play yeah. a, a huge role in like my success. And I think, you know, I did all the work. I, I emailed, I DM'd, I messaged, I'd done everything. It just happened to be a serendipitous timing yeah. that the other door opened up where I was able to take my opportunity. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book on this right now. Oh, wow. I offered it for free. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of times people shy away from free work. And leading up to this point, I had done so much free work. And so I was very comfortable with like, hey, I want to do this for free, hoping yeah. to get more clients from him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a no brainer. It's like, you got this guy and, and uh, what, now let me ask you this. Was Gary V big at the time or was he still, you know, cause he, he, has, was, he was doing Columbia and, and I've heard yeah. a lot of his stuff with like wine library and stuff. Yeah. He had, he had a million followers on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, so he was pretty big in the in tech world, yeah. but no one in culture, no one in like real life knew him. It was more oh, like yeah. if you go to South by Southwest or all the investment, all the investor thing, or very well known in the wine world yeah. um and so that was kind of like where gary sat um other yeah. than that you're just a businessman working on yeah. building media media i didn't even know about the wine stuff until <clears throat> i actually started working with him oh um, i didn't really like know the whole background i didn't really do a di deep dive he was more just starting to build vayner media i was employing like 250 or 300 um at vayner we're now 18 hundred global yeah. office uh, wow. years later. So it's, it's like it's a different type of animal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That, what a crazy story. And you're and you're writing a book right now. And I've and I've been I've been following you on Twitter for a while, obviously. Um I saw you reading one of uh one of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday, Ego is the Enemy. What a great book. Incredible, incredible dude, incredible book. Um yeah. he worked with us on the Vayner speaker side. Um he yeah, he's a fucking remarkable. I, I we had just gone to uh, Austin, I think, a few months ago, uh -huh. and I realized, wait a minute, dude, I never read any of your books. You're so gracious. He sent them all to me, so now I'm like reading through them all. Oh yeah. That ego is the enemy. Racked my brain so much. <laughs> I was like, like I've been doing. So I'm not a big reader, but then yeah. last summer I started this thing like micro atomic habits. Like I read that book. Oh yeah. It changed my life because I started reading a chapter a day, like no matter what. Uh -huh. And that whole thing shifted my perspective. I'm reading a lot now. So it's really fun that like ego is the enemy and like wow. so so yeah, it, it really is. And I love Ryan Holiday. And I've seen, yeah, a lot of your guys' stuff with him. And yeah. I'm and I'm curious, was is that the one that um is that the one that let you, uh, I mean, inspired you to start writing your book or what like and started, started you to like, inspired you to start writing? Yeah, I mean, I've always, I've always written. When I was younger, I was like writing a fantasy novel. Um, I, I was writing all the time, if you ask my mom. I was homeschooled. So okay. I was like writing all the time. Uh, I always wanted to write like magic and fantasy. And then over the years now, again, I've been with Gary eight years. I've always thought about, oh, it would be cool one day to like kind of write about my story um and then you know one day i just had this like inkling that i wanted to start um probably like a year or two ago now at this point and i put it out on the internet like hey looking for a ghostwriter um got a ghostwriter her name bernada she's lovely i'm excited to work with her decided to put this story out i think you know the working title is how to get your dream job 
Yeah. And the sub premise is like working for free. And I think, you know, a lot of people, especially right now, creators, you know, TikTok generation, uh, Instagram generation, Snapchat, uh, crypto, NFT, there's going to be so much more independent and so much more, uh, as Gary would say, options to make money in different ways. But I think the one thing is after you have the option, the career path, I think too many people just go on their own and they're not meant to work on their own. They're meant to work with like what I'm doing with Gary. You know, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a businessman. I'm not an independent worker. Mm -hmm. I work at a job. I have a full-time salary paid position, but I'm working with someone who like allows a lot of entrepreneurship inside of that. But I think a lot of people will not have that if they go into jobs or if they're on their own, just need more tools in order to learn how to network with the people in order to establish a greater career. And yeah. I was just like, I'm going to interview 20, 30 of my friends, companions uh, that have done it and who have made it all from doing some free work, you know? Yeah. Wow. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that that's a great way to look at it because I like how you said that, like some people aren't going to find what they're looking for working on their own. Right. And, and in this world, it feels like a pretty, that feels like a pretty harsh kind of pill to swallow. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think so, man. I think it's okay. self-awareness. Like, I don't want to, like, worry about where my next paycheck is coming from. I'm not, like, about that yeah. life. I want right. to make, I want to tell a story. I want to, like, do stuff. I think too many people, I think what's happening is you see everybody on their own. And you're hearing numbers like, oh, Charlie D'Amelio gets a million dollars for one video. And you're like, I want to do that. And it's, like, hard. People don't realize how much work that is. And like that's and and some talent is gonna make a million, some people are gonna make five thousand, you know. Yeah. And I think what people what the point I guess what I'm trying to say is why don't we just um educate? Like I'm gonna look at this in like education, right? Yeah. Like here, you, you can even take these skills and do it just to learn how to build a better network of people. Yeah. Like offering yeah. your work for free for five of the greatest like entrepreneurs could actually change your life professionally on your own independence. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I, no, I love that idea. I think it's great. I, one of the things that I like to talk about when, when I'm doing like this podcast or things like that, <clears throat> and I'm connecting with business owners is one of the, there's a couple of myths I like to dispel. The first one is like, you can have a nine to five and a side hustle. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Like you're not a real, entre- like some people are like, you're not a real entrepreneur if you... <laughs> work at a nine to five and have a side listen listen coming from someone who freelance my whole entire life before gary freelance i i worked at best buy i worked at a wedding video editing job while i also was doing free work and side hustle jobs mm-hmm. listen many people have this misconstrued idea that entrepreneurship or you know working for free is, I, I kind of put them in the same category entrepreneurship is a grind you gotta you gotta all your pride and work hours and hours after your normal job in order to pay for your bills because a yeah. lot of times entrepreneurship doesn't pay right away you know and the same with freelancing or working for free people think hey if i offer for free how am i going to pay my bills i'm like guys get a job <laughs> working a nine to five and then afterward is when you work for free yeah a lot of people don't realize that you're in control when you offer your services for free you're actually the one, you have the power in the relationship. Mm-hmm. 
You know, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to work for free and they can tell me everything and I get no money and I have no life. No, you're in control. You're yeah. in terms that I can do. Hey, I have a job nine to five. Five to eight, I can edit or do whatever you need to do on whatever project is the work for free, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think too many people would rather take that time and watch movie or hang out with their buddy and not actually work, <laughs> you know? And I think that's where, but I, yeah, entrepreneurship, you're an entrepreneur if you're working on your own business. I think a successful entrepreneur is when you've actually gotten out of the chasm of being you know, having to work that nine to five and able to stand on your own two feet. I think mm. that's where people might be getting confused. Entrepreneurship okay. is grinding and working for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I, and, uh, and the whole free idea, a lot of people kind of, I mean, I'm glad you're writing a book on that because a lot of people kind of, kind of crap on that, but oh, I, everybody. Yeah, I, I, I do that though. And, and, uh, I've done stuff for free and I've done, um, I've just had a lot of projects where you just give. And I think the, I think the main point that I, that I appreciate about doing free work is, is you like, I think the networking opportunity is the best one. And, and you just like, you get to meet people that you never would have met before. And, and I like also what you said about you setting the terms, because that's another big thing. Like people yeah, just again, think I, yeah, I'm a slave or something like that. Right. You own, you, you, you set boundaries, like any good relationship, mm. right? Like I think, <laughs> yeah. but, but honestly, like, man, like a lot of this stuff is because, hey, people don't know how to communicate. Mm. People just want to make excuses. Mm-hmm. People don't want to do the free work because it's hard. And it's a lot, and it's like humiliating in a way. If you like, if you're someone who's wrapped up in like, hey, I need to get paid for my work. Then you're gonna like I don't know I just feel like that's like a lack of insecurity in yourself you know and belief in yourself. Yeah. I, listen, I think I think a lot of these things all relate to real life stuff mm-hmm. outside of just the work part of it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's why people have a hard time with that stuff. That's crazy. So so when are do you have like a release date for your book or is it just slowly yeah. in the process? Yeah, slowly in the process. I just got a publicist. She's helping me. Uh, we're setting up the whole like. I was going to write it before I sell and then sell it, but now I think I'm going to write a proposal and sell on the proposal before I write it. Oh, wow. That's great. And is that, yeah. uh, I mean, so you're, you got VaynerMedia, you got your book. Um, what other projects are you working on right now? Or like, what are you excited about? Yeah. I mean, listen, I, uh, you know, working with Gary full time for the last eight years has been really fun. Um, kind of now in the Vayner X world and I'm working on, um, there's a new program we're developing called Modern Branded Shows, MBS, and it's creating like original online shows for brands like Budweiser, GE, um, Claire's, and all this stuff. So right now, we're in the pitching phase of that. We're talking to a bunch of different clients, trying to sell that in. Um, so me and my buddy Nima Vand are working on that within Vayner. Um, just helping Gary film and document his life still when, we, when he travels, I'm kind of still doing that and then also um we're, I, I just came up with a new show idea for gary and gary's channel that i'm working on which i'm really excited about <laughs> i can't really tell much more about it yet but yeah, i'm, I'm really excited and okay. then becomes around the corners and just helping like plan that out uh we have you know we have a, a i got it we got a document for the for the uh documentary we got a document yeah. for all the uh uh sponsorships we got a document for of next year you know so yeah like, yeah i'm getting like eight or nine videographers in to help kind of document the whole thing there's wow, gonna be like eight awesome. to ten thousand people there it's gonna be insane 
Yeah, so yeah, one of project. yeah, one um, of Salt Lake's uh, one of Salt Lake's finest is going to be speaking at VCon. Which one? Which uh, Chris, one? Chris Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. There's going to be there's a really big conference, and I'm really excited for it. I'm really pumped. I know, I know, I'm pumped it. too. I've been <laughs> I've been trying to have Chris on my podcast forever. He, he's and he's I've even like gone down the street to his office and stuff. But uh, wow. He's, well, he's amazing though. He's so cool. Artifact Studio. When they sold the Nike, I was like, yeah. holy cow. <laughs> and nfts are just going wild i mean that's how we that's how we met i i uh i was like i was like uh trying to collect book games and i and i just couldn't put the time together with all of my uh things all of my things that i have going on right now so when you posted yeah. like you were looking for it i was like well i'm not gonna waste mine <laughs> like, i'm not gonna hold on to it man let's let's go dude and so that's a lot of fun but um i know we're I know we're coming up on time and I want to be really respectful. I really appreciate you deciding to do this and, and coming on with me. Bro, we have, we have another like eight minutes yet, man. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm 45. Let's go. All let's right. Go. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Cause, cause I did want to ask you, you got, there's a ton of podcasts that are associated with Gary, like the one, one PM. You got Gary's all Gary stuff. Um, what are some, what are some podcasts that you tell people to listen to, to like, to, to apply, to learn about the principles you're teaching to like really grow themselves. What are some that you like? It's funny, man. You know, because I've been working on Gary, I, I film and edit Gary's content. Okay. Literally, like that was my full-time job every day. So whenever I got out of work, I would never listen to podcasts because okay. I was just, <laughs> I was like, I had all this like motivation and stuff in my head all the time. But I'm like, I need like, I need rap. I need Russ to be on in the background. I need some oh, Drake. Yeah. Give me a little little Uzi Bird. Give me some like good shit to listen to outside of podcasts. So yeah. honestly, honestly, I I write. I go through my like life priorities probably uh, like two or three times a year. Yeah. And for the last two years, all my life priorities is once a week downloading the podcast. I have not downloaded. I have not downloaded any podcast at all. I am not yeah. good. I've I've tuned into a few Joe Rogans, but honestly, yeah. man, I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, okay, that's fair. You know what's funny about that too is like I do the same thing. I'm like, I have my podcast. I edit a few of my buddies. Like we're in a little community, and my yeah. buddies will get mad at me. They're like, "Do you check out my latest podcast?" I'm like, "Dude, I just recorded like I recorded like three this week. I edited two. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm tapped out. <laughs> yeah, I love you though. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll share your link. stuff. You know, I love you though." That's awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned your life priority list. Um, yeah. What's at the top? At the top right now is self-help. Like I, uh, you know, the last eight years were pretty, not eight, but the last two were COVID, which were okay yeah. for me, for my health, because I was like at home resting, getting the most rest I've ever gotten, uh, <laughs> being able to work out more frequently, keep, keep my body and mind in check. That was good. Okay. Um, but like the six or seven years before, were a little bit aggressive so like yeah. it's funny even like we were on the plane like every week probably like three or four planes a week and yeah. you know like not like hey let's go to LA it was like let's fly to Singapore and then do a day there and then fly to London and do a day there and then fly home <laughs> and then when we land then we let's have a day in New York and fly to LA for a day it was just <laughs> like madness stuff so like I'm like really pumped that I kind of had this time over the last two years and prioritize my health yeah um and then honestly man micro habits i i'm i gotta change my phone background again but yeah. i've been like 
loving this. Read one chapter a day. Work out in the gym an hour and a half a day. Drink a gallon of water a day. Oh, yeah. Work on, like, I have this side uh, fashion brand I'm working on. I kind of want to be the supreme of NFTs. I want to yeah. be the designer of fashion for NFT projects. Oh, I don't yeah. know necessarily want to put out my own project. I just want to show up on other NFTs. And so I have a few of those in the works right now. Um, cool. And then I'm going to put out some real pieces. So what I did, though, for the last 100 days, I designed something every day for like 15 minutes. Okay. And I just posted it on, my, on Instagram. Oh, wow. That's um, cool. Oh, yeah. And I've seen some of them on Twitter. Some of the, yep, like this, yep. and, this hoodie yeah. has a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. This hoodie has a hoodie. Um, yeah, I've been putting out a bunch of stuff, like literally every day on Instagram, uh, I have a page called Made By, and I'm just putting out stuff. Cool. Myself through design school, you know? So I like, yeah. Oh, yeah. that And that's cool. I mean, it's just, it's a really cool thing when, you know, and, 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 <clears throat> A lot of people talk about this, but just when you're really cool with yourself and you know, like your strengths, like I agree, like I'm on the same page as you. There's a few projects, a few artists, hip hop artists here in Salt Lake who want to do like NFT stuff. And I've always been like, I, I never want to make my own like drop or whatever, but yeah. I, but I'm like, I would love to get involved with you guys and do what right, I can right, help there. them. Yeah. And yeah. just help you. Yeah. Cause I'm like, it's a lot of work to, to drop an NFT, but if I can like help you guide and like, you know, I've been a part of a few projects. Here's what you can do. Like yeah. that, that's, to me, that's the, the the most fun is like helping people and just like, you know, adding to their skills and like helping other people shine. And I know we that's should, weird. No, we think back to the point of like yeah. the working for free or the entrepreneurship point back that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Man, if if my mom and dad would be so grateful if they grew up in this time, because I think about this. My I was just on the phone with my mom right before I got on, on here with you. Okay. And she was like, yeah, you know, we were talking about like my relationship and like health and mental health, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, your whole generation has is so blessed because when I was growing, she's sixty nine. When I when I was growing up, there was no there was like encyclopedias or health books. There was no internet to learn about mental health or no communities to build around your like your mental health. Even doing this, what you and I are doing right now, is not possible back yeah. in the day. And I think." You know, with so many options career-wise, if you want to be in music, if you want to be a music artist your whole entire life, or be a video blogger on the internet your whole entire life, like what a lot of kids are starting to want to be, yeah, what you have to realize is if you're not gonna be one of the greats, you're still in luck, and there's still so much good things because there's 500 jobs surrounding those interests. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm not going to be Gary Vee. I don't want to be Gary Vee. I don't want to sit in front of a camera or have my life filed around and documented. But my job as wanting to make video blogs for a living was possible because I was able to find somebody that was my muse, my, my, my guy that I follow. Yeah. Right. And yeah. every day, every day, there's, if you want to be a music artist and you're not going to be a music artist, you can be the, the business man development yeah. for a music artist. You can be the, wardrobe and costume you can be someone writing songs on tiktok you can be you know there's so many different jobs yeah. now underneath the thing that most people want to be and if they become self-aware then they're gonna there's so many opportunities you know <laughs> yeah. oh yeah so many opportunities and and, and too many what? people will give up on their dream of being that thing because they think they, oh that's the only thing they could have been and then they don't take a nine to five bullshit job <laughs> and that and then they don't, don't realize wait there's other options 
Yeah, you can be yeah. like, like I learned, I heard, I think it was Tim Ferriss say, or maybe Tom Bailey or somebody said like that, uh, Lewis Howes, that like there was three types of people. And the second one is like, um, they're called like linchpins. And so you're not like, you're not like the Gary V, but you're like, you are the person who lets Gary V get out there, right? Yeah. Like you're the yeah. linchpin yeah. that doesn't work without, <laughs> you know what I mean? And when I heard that, I was like, that's it. That's who I am. Like, I, I don't need, cause I'm like you, right? I don't need to be like big, but I love to be like that guy who like, I can connect you with the people who work. I can help work it. You know what I mean? 100%. That's, and that's the beauty of life too. Like, you, and also you don't know what can you, you're doing a podcast. You yeah. don't know what this is going to turn into either you no. don't know all and you gotta that's... do is keep beating the drum of doing it every day <laughs> yeah. doing your own thing while also helping others grow and succeed while yeah. also doing whatever you do for your work life yeah if you can keep those three things in balance for a long time eventually something good happens that's a that's beautiful uh we're, we'll we'll sign off but give me your last piece of advice for everybody on here if there's something you just want everybody to know to be happy or successful or whatever yeah, I think the more and more, you know, as my career is going, like now again, eight, I, I keep saying the eight years thing because it's important. Yes. Eight years I've been working with Gary Vee, filming and editing hundreds and thousands of videos, and we're putting them out there on the internet. A yeah. lot of people will look at Gary's Vee Friends drop and be like, it's so unfair that it's so successful. Eight and a half years of content <laughs> every single day building a community. And yeah. before me, there is five and a half years of Gary putting out wine videos every single day. Yeah. That is 13 years of hard work of community building. If I can tell you anything that mm -hmm. I've learned over the last, you know, uh, eight years is being consistent mm -hmm. and building community are the mm -hmm. only thing that matter because <laughs> in the future, what you want to do, if you build a great community, everything is achievable. Wow. That's it, man. Wow. Well, thank patience you so much. And hard work. Patience, patience, hard work, consistency. And community. Yep. Okay. All right. Dude, I love that. Well, hey, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to following you on Twitter. I look forward to reading your book. Yes. Uh, shoot me the link. I can't wait to promote it and all that. Let me know. Okay. Yeah. It'll be out soon. Thank you so much, D-Rock. See ya. Cool.